What is going on, Closing Time fans? It's your boy, Sully Solberg. Milan Haransky. And you already know what the fucking drill is. You grab a drink. You grab a snack. You grab you grab a friend. If you have one. If you have a friend, get a friend. Yeah, get a friend, loser. <laughs> get a friend. Sit them down. Two, you tell them three, to listen four, to this. One, the Closing Time two, podcast three, starts. Three, About this. Oh yeah. So today I'm having a fucking <laughs> a chill day. A chill day, right? I'm chilling. I get up. I'm eating my fucking frosty, frosty flakes, having a good time. And I put on a documentary because I like to learn in my spare time. <laughs> I like to learn. Uh, was it was a documentary called Rip? <laughs> it was called Thread. A oh, Thread or Tread? Tread. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Tread. And I don't know if you guys remember, but there was a fucking maniac who. Uh, Took a he created his own bulldozer because he was pissed at this the people he thought they were fucking him over in Colorado and he ran over the entire town with this mega bulldozer he built. Wasn't it kind of like it was some kind of uh, it was like a muffler shop beef? Like his muffler business was being taken away from by a bigler. Yeah, it's basically muffler. like it's basically like a small town feud over the fact over like land disputes, and he thought that he was getting fucked, so he sold his business. And uh, he got he got like quadruple the fucking amount of money that he paid for it because he got into foreclosure. Mm-hmm. This guy's name is Marvin. Marvin goes by Marv though. Street name Marv. Yeah, he Meyer. <laughs> Sounds straight straight from Christmas from the Cranks. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he gets pissed and he says and he goes to God because he's a religious man. Okay. And apparently God told him that he had to create a fucking mo- monster bulldozer machine. <laughs> but the, his way of like how he thinks God told him. He put a fucking bulldozer up for sale and no one bought it. Shocker. Yeah. <laughs> no one's in the market for a fucking dozer, as he calls it. But this thing's not just like a little dozer. This thing's a fucking <laughs> 1947 tank. Like, this thing's a big dozer. It's a big dozer. Yeah. Not a bulldozer, big dozer. Big dozer. So he puts it up for sale and he says that if anybody buys it, it's a sign from God. That he doesn't want me to destroy my entire city. Yeah. So it turns out nobody buys it, and then he holds an auction for all of his shit. Of course, everything else he has to he has that he owns, everybody buys. His snowmobiles. Because it's not a dozer. Yeah. Snowmobiles, everything. The only thing they didn't buy was a fucking dozer. So I was like, it's a sign. I need to run over all of I need to mow I need to I need to mow down Bob's shack. Yeah. Bob's buffalo shack is no more. Yeah. So he created this list. He's like, I'm gonna run over these fucking ten properties. Yeah. And he built, he's a good welder because he milk makes mufflers. Yeah. <laughs> the best welder around. That's what people are saying. So this guy builds a fucking super tank bulldozer. And he starts by uh, running over the shop of the guy who <laughs> fucked him over first, whose name was uh, Cody. Cody. Old guy named Cody. Two old guys going at it. And you should have seen the funniest thing is that this guy built, like, he's like the best welder in the fucking world. So he builds this fucking tank bulldozer. And they're trying to throw like wrenches. <laughs> <laughs> and shit into like where like the the wheels turn to try to stop it. It's just like shooting them out like nothing. It's like pew, like dinking off like it's but a the, fucking. Rock. They also shot like a fucking fifty caliber rifle at it. It's just going like ping, yeah. ping, bouncing off this thing. Yeah. But the funniest thing, the whole town comes out. It's going, Marv, fucking stop it! Yeah. Just calm down. We'll talk about this. He's probably inside. They're going like, ha ha ha! Here goes the ice cream stand. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> <laughs> the funniest thing is that. Uh, you guys got to check this out. You got to check. It's called, it's called, tr- it's it's called, called thread. 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 Or no, Tread. It's called Tread. It's called Tread. Yeah, not Thread. Yeah. <laughs> the funniest thing he did was when, well, I don't know, maybe it's not that funny, but he when he drove to the propane holder, yeah. he was trying to shoot some sort of rocket at the propane tank to really blow up the whole city, Yeah, but he couldn't get it to work, so he just left. He yeah. turned his tank around and he, left. He tried for like a solid 10 minutes to like rearrange so that his gun would hit one of the propane, <laughs> and the propane would like literally blow up the entire town. Yeah. Like every, there are multiple casualties would be taken. Yeah. But he, it was hitting like a part of his tank that he made too big. Yeah. So it was just like, he was like hitting himself. Yeah. And he was like, ah, fuck it. No, he, it was hitting the ripper specifically yeah. the on ripper. the tank. He said, I knew I should have put the ripper on there. Yeah, I thought it would look cool. <laughs> 
And then people are trying to, people are literally putting like scrapers. I don't know if you've ever seen a scraper before. It's fucking huge. It's a yeah. thing that hold up an, holds up an entire like line of traffic when you're driving down the highway. It's so big. You fit a house on that thing. And he just goes boom and it pushes it right to the side. Like yeah, they, they put that in front of him as a blockade and he just knocked it out of the way. Yeah. Oh man, that was the ultimate old grumpy man right there. Yeah, because it was like one grumpy man against an entire town in Colorado. Yeah, and just to be clear, he didn't hurt anybody. He just knocked, he like knocked out the whole town. Yeah, and then died. Yeah, he didn't kill. He didn't kill anybody. He just destroyed ten properties. Yeah, another thing and it that, was all the companies who wronged him. Like somebody yeah. like didn't give him a discount at like at like uh, fucking mini mart. Yeah, and he destroyed it, the whole thing. And then he he uh, there was like a family that ran the town. And he went and destroyed their mother's house. <laughs> but when the guys called their mom, the mom thought it was a joke. Like she was sleeping. She got up. She's like, there's not a bulldozer coming to run me <laughs> yeah. over. I'm not leaving. And they're like, get out of the fucking house right now. Marv is on his way. Yeah. And she, you not, 10 minutes later, he ran over her entire house and flattened it. The funniest thing was when all the police crews were following him. There's yeah. like, there's like 13 police, like. Every police car this town has is following Marv. Yeah. And they're all probably fucking talking to their microphones like, come on, Marv. Come on. Just stop. The ice cream stand, really? That was a bit much. Yeah. Can we all agree that we'll just we'll get get you out of that monstrosity? Come well, he, down here. We'll just have it. We'll we'll hatch it out. We'll hatch it out. Yeah, I, we can tell you're upset, but please, Marv, don't knock it. Oh, he's knocking it down. Oh no, there goes the he's library. On the, he's on the he's on the microphone going. I fucking hate pistachio. <laughs> I call him not pistachio. And they put pistachio instead of vanilla. Boom. Yeah. Like but the funniest thing was the bigger buildings, it took him a couple hits to knock it down. Yeah. So he went to City Hall. <laughs> he hits into the main pillar that holds up the building. It kind of it kind of goes down, but the building's still standing. So he just backs up his, his fucking tank, which takes a long time. And then people are going, Marv, stop. And, then, and he hits it one more. So he was kind of on the outskirts of town. And when he rode in, a cop was like trying to find a way of entrance. So he climbed on top of the machine and was riding it with the while he was smashing the buildings. There was a cop on top trying to like he was rodeo style it. riding it. Yeah, like he was on top <laughs> while he was ramming a building. You got to look it up. A 2004 Colorado bulldozer gone rogue. Or yeah, bulldozer rampage. Is bulldozer rampage. That's what it's called. One last thing. Imagine that fucking phone call. The first phone call that goes in to the police. Uh, yeah, there's a bulldozer just <laughs> knocking over buildings, but it doesn't look like a bulldozer. Can you give a description of the bulldozer? Yeah, it's like a normal bulldozer, <laughs> but like, like fucking fortified. Yeah. And the person's like, uh, is he supposed to be knocking over those buildings? No, he's not supposed to be knocking <laughs> over those buildings. He knocked over me, Bart. So then they hung up the phone, they called back again. Uh, he's still destroying the buildings. I don't know if you guys want to come. Okay, what does the male look like? I don't know. He's inside of a fucking tank bulldozer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Uh, that was a good clip. We've yeah. been watching a lot of clips recently. Yeah. I might have I might have found the greatest movie ever in my spare time. Before we get started, I'll, we'll play the clip for the audio. We'll just, play the clip. We'll play the clip. So listen to the clip first, just the audio, and then look it up after. If you want to look it up, it's called Samurai Samurai Cop Worst Dialogue Ever. It's yeah. like maybe like three minutes long. Yeah. Just look up Samurai Cop and then the thing that says Worst Dialogue Ever, watch that video. Yeah. So we're going to play some audio right now. Yeah. And what I want you to do is is close your eyes and visualize what might be happening. Maybe we can give them like a, a play-by-play of what's happening in the scene. Yeah. We'll see how technology treats us today. It's one minute and 31 seconds long. All right. So this particular scene from the legendary Samurai Cop is a scene where there's a guy who is obviously burned because you, he's bandaged from, from head to toe. And uh, the samurai cop and his partner in crime enter the room and talk to the nurse who's taking care of the burn victim. Hello. Hi. How is he? Do you think he'd be able to ask a few questions? No way. His lips are burned. So what? He'll never be able to talk again? Oh, he'll talk again, but you just have to give him a couple of weeks. Next time, guys, catch him in one piece. Thanks, nurse. Thanks, nurse. (laughs) Okay, so now we reach the portion of when the nurse is leaving. She's leaving the room, and she sees this fucking stud. Samurai cop, dude. Samurai cop. The Sylvester Stallone, Motley Crue love child. Do you like what you see? I love what I see. Would you like to touch what you see? Yes. Yes, I would. Would you like to go out with me? Uh, yes, I would. Pause, pause, pause. It's so it's so question and answer. 
It's so on the nose. Do you like what you see? Yes. I love what I see. <laughs> Do you want to touch what you see? Yes. Yes, I would. Yes, I would. <laughs> That's like this is like how like I reacted the first time a girl ever hit on me. Yeah. When I was like twelve years old. Yeah. Hey, at lunchtime, do you want to meet up behind the monkey bars and maybe hug? Yes. Yes, I could do that. <laughs> Would you like to go to the movies and and get popcorn together? I think I could make that happen. <laughs> Would you like to kiss me? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I would like to kiss you. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's exactly how it is. It's so on the nose. It's so like, you're exactly right. Yeah. But you're a little bit more scared. There's a little bit more shake in your voice. Yeah. Would you like to kiss me? Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. This is my favorite part. The cutaways. Every time they cut away to his partner, who just makes these faces that are <laughs> so delayed. They're so delayed. It's like, would you would you go out with me? Yes. And he just looks. He gives a puzzling look to the camera. <laughs> oh, let's see how this whole encounter plays out. Would you like to touch me? There's like always a second. So it's like, would you like to touch me? Oh. Anyways. Would you like to fuck me? <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> Talk into the stethoscope. Yeah. Just so you guys, if you guys can't see, he took her stethoscope, lifted it up to his mouth, and, and went, Bingo. Bingo. <laughs> After she asked him if he wanted to have sex with her. Yeah. Bingo. Bingo. And it was so delayed. <laughs> It's like you forgot his line. Yeah, it's like when you're trying to think of a good insult for somebody. Where you're like, you're in your head, you're like, oh yeah, well you're a, you're a, fucking. you're a fucking not good guy <laughs> as you are. Oh yeah, I'm an idiot. You're a fucking, you're a fu- you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you ever do that when you were a kid? Yeah, my brother used to call me a big stupid idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say exact same thing back? You're a big stupid idiot. Yeah, you're. A you're a small stupid idiot. Yeah, you're even a bigger stupider idiot. <laughs> um, well, you gotta play the rest of the seat here. No, wait. One, one more thing. You know what it looked like? It looked like they never told him what she was gonna say. Yeah, that's what it looked like. It yeah. looked like that he just walked into that. Like she said it, and he just was so amazing. He just yeah. like, threw it off. Like, the line was supposed to be like, "Well, then you can go out with me." But instead, <laughs> she's like, "Would you like to fuck me?" He just goes, "Um." Yes. Is this part of the scene? No, no, no. That's what he said. The bingo thing. Yeah. But it, yeah, bingo. Is this part of the scene? Or are you no, acting? dude. He definitely went up to the director after. He's like, you see that? You see that? You told her to say that, didn't you? Yeah, you threw that little curveball in here. Yeah. See that? That's called improv. <laughs> Whispering her stethoscope. You didn't even tell me to do that. <laughs> Dramatic pause. You guys like that? Because it's maybe a couple seconds too long. No, it wasn't. It was perfect. Well, then let's see what you've got. She reaches for his dick here and grabs it. And grabs it. Nothing there. Nothing there, Nothing she says. Nothing there. <laughs> Just exactly what would interest you? Something the size of a jumbo jet? <laughs> I love Kyle Lowry's fucking impression here. <laughs> Ooh. Well, Where did the jumbo jet come from, too? So, embarrassingly enough, I went down the rabbit hole of Samurai Cop. And the guy who wrote it, like, English was a second language. So maybe that, like, doesn't directly translate. Because what would interest you? Something the size of a. Jumbo jet. Jumbo jet. A jet's already pretty big, dude. But a jumbo jet? Yeah. That would be like gargantuan. Yeah. <laughs> that would be out of this world gigantor. This guy's got a jumbo jet in his pants. The funniest thing was... <laughs> the funniest thing was the guy who plays Samurai Cop. He tries to like defend himself. So like, I tried to say different things, but... But the director made me say them. He made me. I said fortified uh, bulldozer. <laughs> they wouldn't go for that. So that's why I had to say jumbo jet. 
No, my favorite. I love the cutaways. That's actually my favorite part. Yeah, the guy looks exactly like basketball player Kyle Lowry, mm-hmm. and they're just, they're one second delayed. You you have to look this up. It's called worst dialogue ever, and then just type in Samurai Cop. Yeah, the the user's name is Bert, Bert Butts. Quite, they're very very clever. Clever, clever. But two two use. Have you been circumcised? Yeah, I have. Why? Well, your doctor must have cut a big portion of it off. Oh! Yeah, he was a good doctor. No, he was a good doctor. Good doctors make mistakes, too. That's why they buy insurance. Hey, don't worry. I got enough. That's every guy to a girl. When after he does something, <laughs> after you finish too early, you know, you, you bu- a guy busts too early, he just goes, don't worry, I'll make... This is one. This is a one-time thing. Yeah. Trust me, I, 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 I perform down there. Okay? <laughs> I got a jumbo jet down there. That's what you don't get. Okay? You don't meet a lot of guys with a jumbo jet. Right? I, I do. I do. One I, time. One time. The only time. You're so... It's because you're so hot. I just, <laughs> that's exactly the type of reaction he gave her. No, no, no. I've got enough. Believe me. <laughs> Maybe you didn't feel it right now. It's because I'm a grower, not a shower. Okay? <laughs> it's big. I want bigger. Hey, I have a... Uh... <laughs> That's it. That's it. You gotta. You have to catch. You have to. You have to. You have to watch it. Like it'll change your life. I was crying, laughing, watching this. Not even just this. Best of Samurai Cop is also good. You know what the funniest thing is? The 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 Samurai Cop. He's got this long hair metal like fucking Motley Crue haircut, right? So I didn't even tell you this, but uh, (laughs) like three quarters done shooting, he thought the movie was over, so he cut his hair off, and they're like, dude. What the fuck? You gotta come in Monday. You're still the samurai cop. So they give him this wig. And it's just like a woman's wig to wear. And it's the most obvious wig ever. And they just they just use it for the rest of the movie. <laughs> he just looks it looks like, like they a... went to like the dollar store and we're like, well, we gotta finish. I don't know what the hell we're gonna do. I, I don't know what the hell we're gonna do. We can't play it off. The whole point of samurai cop is that this guy looks like like a 1980s pop star. Yeah. No, it's so funny. We were saying like. Uh, this whole movie is like exactly what happens when you're in grade four and you like steal your mom's camcorder. Yeah. You like go in the backyards and have like a crab apple fight and film it with your friends. This is the situation that happened when we made uh, "Shove 'Em Up Your Anus" song. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is this is just, this is just a more professional version of "Shove It Up Your Anus." The funniest movie thing. Form. You got and then there's oh man, there's so many. Uh, did I show the chase scene? The, the car chase scene. Yeah, you Samurai did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so obviously the cars are moving slow, but they just speed them up. It's just the. <laughs> The regular footage, but fast forward. Yeah, that's so you, funny. You have to, you have to, like, if you are a true closing time listener, I strongly, strongly encourage you to look up Samurai Cop. Watch the whole movie and then come and tell us how it is. I'm going to, I'm going to watch the whole movie. I'll but, give it a full review. I'll write a review like fucking Ebert and Robert. I'll be go full on critique mode. But you were telling me that apparently they have like a huge cult following. They do for being the worst movie ever. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's that is awesome. And the guy who played Samurai Cop never acted again. He went out on top. He's like yeah. Michael Jordan. Exactly. Samurai Cop. Stand by me. <laughs> Another movie that's critically acclaimed. Scott Pilgrim versus the World. <laughs> All the way down to the bottom. No, you have to you have to check that out. It's called Samurai Cop. I'm gonna say it again. Samurai Cop. Go watch that shit. And then Circle back. Circle back. So, speaking of law enforcement, <laughs> <laughs> seamless segue. Seamless segue. Uh, one Mister JP Jake Paul. Jake Paul got his Calabasas house raided, raided by the FBI. Now, this may be it. May seem like it's a bit of old news, but new developments continue to arise. So, this motherfucker, you want to tell him what what no, this you guy go ahead, had? You go ahead. This guy, fucking Jake Paul. The guy who was on Disney Channel had a fucking what do you have AK forty seven. Well, they said that they found multiple guns, so they're carrying out like rifles, which is fine <laughs> to have in the states, obviously, because they have their fucking whatever amendment there is. I, I disagree. I don't think I don't think a guy who's no, no, a no. fucking Vine star needs an AK forty seven. Well, no, he doesn't need one, but you're allowed to have one, yeah, so I it's guess, fine. Yeah. It was legal. Yeah. But the thing that was illegal <laughs> is this guy just had openly fully loaded fucking sniper rifle sitting right beside his jacuzzi. Dude, you know how that happened? Him and his boys had a movie night. 100%. He called over fucking Logan. He called over. Uh, that's all I know. Brent Rivera. He called over all the boys. They sat down. They watched Scarface. Yeah. He's like, dude, fuck it. I'm, 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 
I'm getting my own. Yeah. I'm getting my own Tony Montana going. He fucking goes on. I don't know what he goes on. The dark web. He seems like a creep. He probably knows all about how to get that shit. He fucking orders whatever fucking sniper rifle. And he just places it next to his jacuzzi. Yeah. And he sits in it. He thinks he has like girls over to the house. They'll be like, is that a fucking sniper rifle? They'll be like, yeah. I got a gun guy. I got a good guy. I am a good guy. Yeah. I'm also a koozie guy. <laughs> There's two things I love in this world. Guns and jacuzzis. <laughs> Combine them together. How awesome is that? Yeah. I'm I'm chilling in the hot tub, get my hot tub on, get my jacuzzi. All the no, no, jets. No, this way, this way he goes. He goes. He goes. There's, he has a girl over, right? Yeah. His boys are gone. Scarface night. That was last week. This is girl time. Jake Paul plus girl time. He goes, yeah, you want to hit in my my koozie? I'll tell you one thing. There's three things I'm good at in life. Vines. It happened in my koozie. She's like, that was only two things. He's like, I don't think I have to tell you what the third thing is. She's like, no, you do. What is what is the third thing? You know what it is. <laughs> Rifles. <laughs> what? <laughs> Rifles down there. <laughs> no, he goes. I got a jumbo jet. <laughs> <laughs> I got a bulldozer down there. Do you think Jake Paul has game? How far can you stretch a fucking over, over, already overstretched career? Do you think that he's the same way he is in his videos to girls? <laughs> it comes up, what is that? What is going on? Me and Lauren and Chiara and Jakeia. I don't know why I said that. Jakeia. It's not even a name. Anyways, we're all going by the jacuzzi. We're bringing my AK-47. We're bringing the rifle. And we're going to scope some people out. Catch it on my next YouTube video. That's how he scopes out his chicks. He's on the fucking top of his Calabasas estate, <laughs> and he just uses the scope to zoom in on them. Meanwhile, it looks like he's trying to fucking hunt them the, down. The FBI raids in. He's in his jacuzzi. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just using the scope. I'm just using the scope. I was scoping. I was literally scoping chicks. It's on safety. I would uh, never. I would never. I would never pull the trigger. Safety's on. Safety's on. Oh, shit. Now it's on. <laughs> yeah, now it's on. I'm sorry. I didn't know. That's all for show. Sure. That shit just, it made, just made me laugh so hard. Yeah. First of all, they raided his house because he raided. They raided him for raiding. It was car, straight karma, dude. Yeah, they don't want to say it, but it's because they he was stealing shit in Scottsdale, for the Scottsdale Mall, Scottsdale Fashion Square. Yeah, imagine if you saw. Imagine if I'm trying to think of like a Winnipeg famous person, like Ace Burpee. Imagine if you saw Ace Burpee fucking kicking down Polo Park's door and yeah. they walking out with the TV, you know? Singing his own songs. What is his songs? <laughs> uh, I love Borscht. <laughs> he sings the Borscht song. Yeah. He sings a song about Dougald, probably. <laughs> Some shit like that about Manitoba. You know, uh, you know what I was thinking? Why the fuck did he raid a place when he's rich? Yeah, well, for fun. To get his street cred up. How many people are going to see the gun next to his koozie? Probably not a lot. Yeah. How many people are going to see him raiding a fashion square? Yeah. At least 10 or 12. He's like, if you think this is badass. <laughs> you take, should see my koozie. Take a copter up the sky, take a look down. And you know what you'll see? A gun so big, it'll make your heart stop. Okay? <laughs> Sitting right beside my jacuzzi on full blast. All pumps on, baby. I'm not just talking about the jacuzzi. I'm talking about the guns, too. I'm talking about my jumbo <laughs> and, I'm talk- <laughs> and I'm talking about my AK-47 down there. Heyo. Do you think Jake Paul's packing? <laughs> I think there's that much energy you can't have you can't have a big dick if you have that much energy. Because it'd be too much weighing you down. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Plus you'd more, be a little bit more confident. You don't think Jake Paul's confident? You think it's all just a facade? I think it is. I think he's got a lot of deep insecurities on the inside. You think so? Yeah. I guess yeah. That's probably why he has like a ten year old fan base. That's probably why these he has people a, never leave me. That's, that's probably why he has a fucking sniper rifle beside his jacuzzi. You know what I mean? He's got to have something going. He's got to have some kind of gun. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you think they found in that house? Because he also gotten shit like a couple of weeks earlier because he had a full on fucking party as like with everybody in his house, like packed to the nuts during COVID, and the neighbors were like, "Dude, Jake, what the fuck?" There's a pandemic going on. And he just basically said, I don't give a shit. Yeah. You know? 
They're like, Jake, we talked about this before. You can't be having... No, no, no. They're not 10-year-olds this time. No more 10-year-olds. They're not 10-year-olds, and they're not dancing. Dude, I don't We're even let the 10-year-olds in my house. I just let them stand outside and watch me as I leave. <laughs> okay? They can only see... They can't see the jacuzzi. I only bring people that are 18 or 16, at least, years that's, old. It's like, you know how Kanye had that line where he's like, photo shoot fresh, looking like wealth. I'm about to call the paparazzi on myself. That was like a fucking nur- nursery rhyme version of it. Yeah. But do you think Jake Paul, like, Calls the ten year old paparazzi on himself. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because that's like that's those are his supporters. Yeah, he's like, guys, guess what? Because I'm about to have a party. You guys should all come. Not in. Yeah, just not in. Stand here. Stand take pictures of me. Some take videos. Friends. I'll autograph a couple. Of your, I'll tell a couple of you to fuck off. No algos. Maybe what he's trying to do is he's just he's trying to he's trying to pull the Miley Cyrus. He's trying to leave the Disney Channel bullshit behind. He's trying to make his own Spring Breakers, a la Selena Gomez, a la fucking Vanessa Hudgens whoever else was in that movie you know what I mean James Franco James Franco he would he never had a Disney Channel phrase though no I think he just wanted to be in a movie with hot girls yeah but Jake Paul you think that's what he's trying to get after I don't think when you look like that <laughs> you can if he's so critical of the way he looks dude if if I had an AK-47 beside my jacuzzi yeah I would expect people to make fun of me <laughs> yeah. dude I look like I could work at Microsoft, okay? Uh-huh. My mom said the other day that I just have that Cali look, the California look. I don't, should not be trying to raise my street cred, and that's just something I know as a guy who looks like me, and he looks even worse of a white guy than I do. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's his deepest insecurity. He always wanted to be like a you know, on a rap label, and instead, like but that's their whole. He, he like pitched himself to yeah. the label, and they're like, "We have something just for you." Yeah. He he's expecting to go to like some kind of death row record shit. They take him to the hallway. He's like right next to kid kid Bop or whatever. Yeah, they're like this is for you, man. This is your kingdom. He's like, he's like I don't want to have a kid kingdom. He's like, did you even hear every day, bro? <laughs> that was one of the most hardest songs since fucking the the Forest Hill Drive album. Okay. It's like uh, it's like that Jake uh, Jimmy Tatro sketch yeah. when he wants to get the parental advisory sticker on his on his uh, on his <laughs> on his latest album cover. Album cover. Yeah, but it's not it does it's not dirty enough. Yeah, that's like the problem Jake Paul has. You know. Yeah. He's like, this shit is hard. Now where we're we gonna put the parental advisory logo? I'm thinking we put it right right in the corner, or we go big. We go big. We put it right across my face. And like Jake's sad news for you, man. Sorry. Oh boy, I don't know how he's gonna take this. Your album wasn't hard. It was soft. It was soft. It was it was it was the FDA shit soft. The FDA literally would not give you the title of being explicit. The FDA? Isn't the that something? Food and Drug Administration. Yeah, the FDA. <laughs> they said no way. Even they're they're not on your team. Listen, listen here, Jake. Okay. He's like, but did, did you not hear the second song? Okay, I said every day, bro. Maybe that wasn't hard enough. So then I went further and I did a diss on teachers. <laughs> What's harder than that? What do you want me to do next time? Next time I'll I'll diss I'll diss doctors. Okay, I'll say fuck COVID. I'll have everybody over. I'll shoot a big party, mm-hmm. big party scene. It'll be dope. Well, you know how like when he did make the diss about teachers, you know how the teacher came back and just fucking roasted o- him, owned him basically. Yeah, fucking served him, sunned him, whatever you want to say. Dude, that his label was like pissed about that. They're like, dude, you can't be losing rap battle to teachers, okay? You, we told you to roast the person who would never even come back. You roast the teachers. Fucking Sean in Oregon just fucking killed you. And you had no, you, it's just, it's not a good look. We gotta, we gotta have a big comeback here. What do you want to do? Do you think? He's like, I already got that AK-47 beside my, she's like, no. Nobody's ever going to see that. You got to do something to get your street cred up. And that is why he robbed the Foxdale Mall scene. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is Jake, the Snake Paul. <laughs> so uh, recently, I I went out with some coworkers, and we went. <clears throat> I had to go to Winners, and they wanted to join me. So I was like, Ah, fuck it, yeah, you guys can come. So we all went to Winners. And then after that, they're like, Let's go get, let's go get some food, right? Because they all had to work. I didn't, but I I tagged along with them. So it was a girls' night out plus Brayden. Yeah. And uh, I'm hanging out with this girl from work. I won't say her. Uh, I'll bleep out her name. Her name is, I don't know why I would say her name if I'm going to bleep it out. Anyways, this girl was talking to me and she's asking me, she's like, um, so tell me about your sex life. 
Uh, she opened conversation. Like we were talking for a while, it, de- it died, and then she brought that. That's how she re-entered the conversation. Um, tell me about your sex life. I don't like really like talking about shit like that. So I was like, oh, I don't know. She's like, well, what's like, what's your body count? And she's going, she's she, she's going for broke right at the start. Yeah, she's going bold. She's like, she was saying, she was like, you you know, you like, she's trying to like hype me up a little bit, so I'd be into the conversation. She's like, you know, you're pretty high. You must have like a pretty high body count. And I was like, dude, I've been in a relationship for like the last since grade grade fucking nine. Yeah, you so, do the, the classic relationship guy thing. Yeah. If you add up all my fucks across yeah. time, I have been killing it since fifteen or whatever you whatever you want to say. You know? Yeah. No, I just said like. I've been in a relationship, so it's not like I've fucked a bunch of different girls because mm-hmm. I've been in a relationship the entire time. And she was like, "Oh, okay. Oh, well, I could like, like I could set you up with one of my friends. Like, she'll fuck anybody." <laughs> You're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" And I was like, "Well, what the fuck? What happened to me being hot? You want to yeah. set me up with fucking?" Oh, and she's like, "Oh, okay, never mind. I'll, I'll set you up with Chloe. She's like pretty good looking, and you know, she's like a little more conservative, but she still, you know, likes to get crazy, and <laughs> she probably doesn't have any STIs, so STIs, so you don't have to worry about that." Yeah. And I was like, "Okay, uh, no, I'm good. I, I don't need, I don't need you to set me up with any of your friends." That's like the weakest guarantee ever, too. Yeah. And I, she's probably not going to give you a disease. Yeah. Probably. Maybe you want to wrap it up anyway. Yeah. I was like, yeah, and then she was like. I was like, yeah, no, I don't want you to set me up with any of your friends. She was like, why? You don't think my friends are okay? You don't think my friends are cool? You don't think I have cool friends? And I was like, no, I, I, I assume you probably do have cool friends. She's like, yeah, I do, okay? <laughs> I have lots of friends. My friends are fucking bangable. Some of them some of them never bang, okay? So if you think all my friends are just sleuths, you're wrong. Because I have friends that literally are still virgins, okay? <laughs> that's literally my... That's- I, I, what were you saying during this? I was just you're like, the only guy and a bunch of girls yeah. just all just fucking targeting you. Yeah, and I was just like, oh yeah, okay. Uh, no, that's not where I was going with it. But if you want to set me up with one of your friends, you can. She's like, no, I don't want you anymore. <laughs> I was like, okay, you don't have to. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, and it's so funny. We we're at the dinner and uh, the Selkirk and me came out. We ordered just a bunch of appies, as they called them. Oh, worst. The whole table is just full of appetizers. Full of appies. Full of appies. Appy fest. <laughs> on a Wednesday. And I'm fucking having a good time. I'm eating. Conservatively. Because I don't want to seem like I'm going and, and being a goddamn maniac. So when they would eat, I would eat, you know, pacing myself. So then they're all like, oh, I'm so full. I'm so full. I can't eat anymore. And they're like, well, let's go. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You, see, you guys see all this food here? We're not leaving until this food's gone in my head. So I start fucking absolutely honking down <laughs> on all sorts of shit. And they're like, you're like, you don't have to eat it all, you know? And I was like, no, we do. And I was like, uh, here, I'll just take a lettuce wrap with me. We'll, I'll just, they're like, you're going to take a lettuce wrap out with you outside the door? I was like, yeah. They're like, you're just going to walk walk out with a fucking lettuce wrap in your hand. I was like, yeah, why not? And they're like, Brayden, this is a nice place. Sit down. We'll wait till you finish it. This is a nice place. We got like Boston pizza. It was a Joey's. Ah. Yeah. What were you telling me about the Joey's staff? Oh, Joey's, Moxie's, the keg, they all just look like clones, dude. Like they clone them in the back? Yeah. They all just look the same people, different heights, but all the same look. You know what I'm talking about. Blonde, hot. <laughs> you know? How dare they? Once in a while, they have a brunette. Some of them are tall, some of them are short, but they all look the same. Yeah. They all have the same face. They all talk the same way. They also have to wear these really stupid visors. They're like hockey, but like the bubble masks. So they went around your ear like a normal mask, right? But they're like plastic. Like you could see their Like mouth. a welder mask? Yeah, like sort of, but like only in the bottom. Oh, that's weird. And then they had like one little hole where you could like stick one finger through for like a straw. <laughs> it's like Bane? Yeah, literally. <sighs> Welcome to the cake. What can I get for you? My Are you having a nice time? My name is Ashley. <laughs> this is Tiffany. This is Brittany. This is Jessica. We are all the same. We are all the same. <laughs> Hot. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying I could never work there because I don't want to wear I don't want to wear buttoned up shirts. Why not? I just hate it. I, <laughs> have you ever seen me in a button button up shirt besides the one that I have? I have one button up shirt. What I about was, your country western shirt? I gave that back to my dad. Oh. No more button shirts for me. I'm a one one button up shirt kind of guy. I wear it one time every month. So you'd be fortunate if you see me in a button-up shirt. What do you wear it for? One special occasion. I want to feel fancy that day. 
I put on my <laughs> Beetlejuice striped short sleeve shirt. I roll up, roll up the sleeve so it makes my muscles look a little bit big. I look a little bit awky. What does that mean? Big, strong, like an ox. Did you just make that up now? No, it's something people say, dude. People say that? People say I've it. never once heard that in my people life. People say it all the time, man. Awky? Yeah. I'm okay. getting awky. Like, you're at the gym. I'm getting awky. I'm getting big. Ugh, I hate that so much. That's like, like an Irish guy saying hockey. Okay. <laughs> Me and the mates are playing hockey. Um, no, man. Just so you guys know, it's fucking absolute sauna in here. <laughs> we're, and literally we're literally sweating. dying. You're dying right now. We're sweating buckets. So if you, if any of the Closing Time fans have an extra fan, hey, <laughs> send it over. P.O. Box 545. We went through the whole summer. It was, it was, we were doing well. With it not being hot in here, but I don't know what's going on. We don't have we, we don't have air conditioning. Let's be real here. No, and uh, it's it's a, it's a battle right now. It is. I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> the funniest thing is when you have to go to your room just to get just to get cold. You like sit in front of the fan. You let the fan blast in your face. Because we have two master blaster like industrial size fans. Like these fucking things can cool down large areas. It's not just a little fucking oscillating fan. They're real deal, but we need those two came with the house. Yeah. We seriously could use a third. Yeah, we start a fund. Go fund me. Go fund me. We're hot. <laughs> Please support us. We're hot. You're <laughs> the we're hot. You are not. Yeah, fucking thing. That'd be pretty funny. Good tagline. We're hot. You're not. Cool us down. Cool us down, please. <laughs> Help. All caps. So I don't know about you guys. But I like to keep souvenirs or like little parts of little memories that I had. It's sentimental sap. Senti- I'm a pretty sentimental guy, okay? So along my long life that I've lived, my long 22 years, I have gone, I've used it every, every time I'll push it in a, in a, um, on a shoebox. But I outgrew one shoebox, then the next, and then the next, and then the next. So instead of having five or six shoeboxes, I decided to take all of my memories and put them in one big box. But that also comes with taking a trip down memory memory lane, yeah. which is what I did. This guy, l- this guy's cleaning his room. He comes across box memories. He calls me into his room to look at like one thing. Four hours later, we're just sitting there, just dying laughing. Look at all the shit uh, he saved over the years. Because you got you got you got piles. You got your shit categorized. Yeah, I really I have shit from like like obviously you have your medals and your trophies, and I only kept certain ones of those. But I kept like uh, wristbands from like um, fun times that we had, like fucking the Red River X, anywhere from the Red River X to Folk Fest to West Edmonton Mall to like fucking you name it, I have it. Yeah. You know? So we're looking through this shit, we're laughing our asses off. There's some stuff from when we were like literally six years old. And then there's some stuff from when like obviously like now, you know? Yeah. And uh, we were laughing at the fact that I had this one notebook. That had only two pages written in it. So my auntie got me this notebook. And on the first page, she wrote like, use this to uh, talk about your hockey, like how you've been progressing in hockey, because I was really into hockey back then. And I only wrote on two pages. And it's so funny because he dated the pages. And it's like December 27th. So it's obviously right after Christmas. And then he just forgot about it, right? Yeah. you want to say what it, what it said? Oh, my God. It's fucking so funny. So, yeah, like you said, he's like eight. And uh, he writes before the game for some reason. He's like, I am very nervous to play in today's game. If we win, we go to the gold medal. There's a lot of pressure on me. I'm very nervous, but I'm confident I will do well. Something like that, right? Yeah. Pretty normal shit. After the game, he writes, oh, my God, I am so sad. I tried so hard. I skated so fast. I did the best I could, but for some reason, I felt slow. I ate way too many pierogies before the game. Next time, I will eat way less pierogies. And then the next day, uh, it just goes, we won the bronze medal. The other team won nothing. No, the funniest thing is like, uh, before you also wrote a passage before the game even started again. So he wrote... Uh, <laughs> I'm not nervous at all because it is just the bronze medal game and not the gold medal game. I wish I was in the gold medal game, but I guess the bronze medal would be okay too. This time I did not eat any pierogies. Things will go well. <laughs> then he plays the game and he writes, we won the bronze medal. 
which is okay, I guess, but not as good as the gold medal. The other team got nothing in all caps. <laughs> then he writes, I wasn't nervous at all because it was just the bronze medal and not the gold medal. I do wish I was playing for the gold medal, but it was still fun to play in the bronze medal. I was like, how many times can this guy mention the medals? We get it. I scored two goals today and got four penalty minutes. Too bad it was just in the bronze medal. Too bad, so sad. I'm going to enjoy my bronze medal. Good night. Yeah. Oh, it's so so funny. funny. There was so many funny shit in there too. Like, uh... There's news clippings, and I've only been in the newspaper a couple times. Yeah. And one of the only times I was in the newspaper, the guy spelled my fucking name wrong. I still remember that. Brayden calls me. This is back like before. I don't even know if we had phones yet. Or no, it was a bit earlier than that. Yeah. No, we had phones. We had phones. So he calls me, and he goes, dude, I know you don't read the paper, because who does? But you got to check out. I'm going to be in like the next paper. Make sure you read it. I was like, okay, I'll read it. And then his one little ad lib, they wrote Graydon Solberg no, with Gray, a G. Gray Don Sol, Solberg. Yeah. And then they, the funny thing is this fucking asshole asked me to spell out my name. Like I spelt it out for him. But what, knowing what I know about you, you're probably so jacked to be on the news. You're probably like, yeah, it's easy. It's just like a G-R-A-Y-D-E-N-S-O-L-B-A-D-E. And then I'm just like, okay, yeah, I think I think we got it because you're talking so fast, you know? Yeah. But Graydon? Graydon? What am I, a Pokemon? <laughs> Graydon! You've encountered a wild Graydon. <laughs> it does sound like a Pokemon, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. No, so I was fucking pissed. I, what else was in the box? There's so many fucking funny shit. There was like a fucking collage for my first ever girlfriend on there. Yeah. The box of girlfriends pass was fucking <laughs> one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. There was some fucking funny shit in there. There was like, uh, we pulled out this one shirt that I had from literally like... Probably... Grade 8. Yeah. I'd say. And I guess my girlfriend at the time made me a shirt with like a saying that we said to each other. And we opened up the shirt and there's like a fucking prehistoric bug. That thing had been living in there for years, dude. Yeah. It looked like it was eating the shirt. It was the most plump bug I've ever seen in my life. And it was like, it looked old. Yeah. It was in there for a while. The shirt was fully intact. This bug just starts crawling out. We're like, holy fuck, we just smashed it. It was disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, but I still have, I have shit from like literally every part of my life and I never like I'll throw away a lot of the shit like I'm not gonna keep everything obviously but I just keep like stuff that I want to remember or stuff that like I said I, I, th- I think I've said on the podcast before I don't know if I want to have kids like I don't think I do I'm almost 99% sure I don't want to have kids but if I did I want them to like have something to me- remember me by you know? yeah it's they can go through these fucking this jumbo box of memories and like maybe I'm a, I can explain every single memory to them yeah I know every single story that is associated with each thing in the yeah so you're telling me you've created four boxes of memories for the 1% chance that you have a kid? No, not just that. Just for myself. Like, we looked through it and it was a fun time. Yeah, it was. And at some point in my life, I'm going to look through it again. But yeah. then you'll have eight boxes. Oh, probably. It's going to keep growing and growing and growing. And the funniest thing is, like, I have nothing. <laughs> I don't have shit. I don't keep shit. I just throw shit out. But maybe I'll start. Do it. Start keeping, like, it doesn't have to be something big. Like I said, like, I didn't keep, like, the tickets... I didn't keep like the tickets to Toronto when we went to like a music festival. I just kept like the wristband and I write like something on the back. Yeah. The craziest thing is I never knew you did that. So it's like uh, summer 2015, summer of sound, which is like a rave we went to because it's a long story. Yeah. But I did like, I can't picture like 16 year old you like racing home and then like writing the date on your little wristband and putting in your box, you know? Yeah. No, I don't know. Something I've always done. It's weird. Yeah. It's pretty fun. It was fun going through it. Yeah. And there was all sorts of funny shit. Like, funny shit, sad shit, you name it. Yeah. You know? The funny, oh, oh the funny thing my, was. My poem. Your poem, yeah. Yeah, I don't have it. I should re- I should have fucking brought it up and read it. It was like, actually, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was, some parts were good, but some parts were just so bad. Like, you could tell you were like, when you were interested in it and when you lost interested in the poem. You know? Yeah, but it was like, what did I read it? Probably like grade six. Yeah, and you could tell you started and stopped so many times because it went from like pencil to blue pen to black pen back to pencil, you know? The funniest thing though was the second iteration of that when I was, uh, it was like from 2016, which is when I, we graduated. So I was eight, 17, 18, around there. And I went to uh, whoever I was dating at the time, I went to their cabin. And I guess I went off and I wrote a po- like not a poem, but like a, like a not like a journal entry, but like sort of like that, like a poetic journal entry. Yeah. About uh, I don't know, fucking distractions and how we don't 
listen to stories, we just ignore them. And it was pretty fuck. <laughs> it was pretty good, dude. The funniest thing is, I remember you coming back from that trip, and I was like, "Oh man, how was it? Did you have a good time?" You're like, "Yeah, yeah, lots of fun, lots of fun." I'm like, "Well, what did you do?" You're like, "I don't. I wrote." I was like, "You write?" You're like, "Yeah, I wrote a lot." I was like, "Oh, cool, man. What what did you write about?" You're like. Pfft. Wouldn't you like to know, <laughs> fucking weirdo? I'm not telling you. <laughs> and then we read it together. Weird. Like, what I wanted to know was like, I don't know. I finally figured it out, you know? I should pull that out, and we should have an episode where we go through it, or like a video or something one day. Some of the stuff's personal, so I won't include everything. But Of your poetry? Not poetry, just everything that's in the box. Yeah, that'd be awesome. But only, only that would be like a special edition video. But yeah, no. I think that's how we'll end it. A good, wholesome story. A wholesome note. A wholesome note. Um, so for our fan of the, our fan of the episode, um, we're going to take things in a different direction today. Um, and I'm going to read a passage from somebody who wrote in <laughs> and giving me shit. So I'm going to read this to you guys. And uh, you could just, I'm just going to start reading it. It stays off. Hello, sir. First of all, we should address. Should we address what it's about? Or are you just going to read it? No, I, I guess you, we'll give it a bit of an intro. So the so, person got pissed. Because last episode we were talking about, I was I was pro New Girl. I just finished the entire series. And yeah. I have a firm belief that it's a lot better than certain shows Milan valued. No, it's just because every time I would watch the show, Brian's like, this is fucking stupid. Everything I watch, everything he watches is genius. Everything I watch is stupid. So I'm not just going to let that slide. I'm going to use the podcast to fucking make fun of New Girl, right? Um, which I saw all of 10 minutes of. But I feel that that 10 minutes was all I needed to see to make my, make my analysis. So this person writes in, hello, sir. Also... I should have. I thought that this person was gonna like say something nice about the podcast or something, but they didn't first follow me. They just <laughs> they, they like just requested request the message. messaged me. So I thought it was gonna be some sort of scammer, you know. Especially when it starts off, "Hello, what was it?" Hello, sir. Yeah, I have recently become a listener of your podcast thanks to someone. And I just have to say that I am appalled in all capitals at the fact. That you think you have the right to trash talk new girl in the way that you did. You thinking how I met your butt, your mother is better represents how immature and plain stupid you are. <laughs> There's no way you could judge a show based all off of one episode because all character development through the show is pure cinematic gold. If you want to keep me as a valued listen of your podcast, do better and then double space mic drop. So I don't really know how you're supposed to take that. I thought at first it was a little bit like tongue in cheek, like it's supposed to be funny. But then I read it again and I it does say you thinking how I met your mother is better represents how immature and plain stupid you are. I was like, okay, I feel like they're taking it a bit far here <laughs> for ball breaking. <laughs> and uh, they also said appalled in capital letters. So then I replied. Hey, I won't say the name. It's good to hear you're a new listener. Exclamation point. What makes it good in your opinion? Brayden isn't good at defending it. That was supposed to be like a little like a little funny closing. And then the person read it like instantly and then just never replied. So I was like, holy fuck, maybe the person really was pissed, you know? The funniest thing is I got a, uh, I got a Snapchat. Um, are we, we going to say the names? I don't know. I, I wasn't going to. No? Yeah. No. Okay, so I got a Snapchat from um, a person that was hanging out with the messenger. And she was like, I hope Milan doesn't actually think that she's serious. Yeah. And Which would have been great to know because our accounts are linked. Yeah. And you could have fucking told me that. So then I get home later from work and he's like, dude, did you see the message I got? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a joke. And he's like, oh, well, I definitely thought it was real. I thought she was just shitting on me. Yeah. And I was like, no. And she's, and then she uh, sent me another message saying that basically, like, you answered lame, so she's not going to answer you back. Yeah. So I thought, like, I was trying to be, um, how do you say this? I was trying to be like, like professional, you know, yeah. not like just totally backing down, 
Um, but just say like, oh, good job, you're listening, blah, 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 blah. But now I just feel like I got bested and I lost an argument. So I was contemplating double texting as fucking lame as that is when somebody just fucking used appalled in all capitals at you and called you immature and plain stupid. Uh, but then I was like, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> Fuck this person too. <laughs> For saying that, like, it wasn't the message that annoyed me. What annoyed me is what they said to Braden that there was a lame answer. I was like, maybe you're just not funny. That was a very funny paragraph. <laughs> what? Nothing. What? I don't think. I just think it's. I think you you guys has had a miscommunication. I like think the all, whole the whole point of it was that she was trying to like bust your balls, but then you bet you teeter you teeter tottered between the fact that you thought it was real, you didn't know you didn't know if it was real or or fake. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. I, I, I I that's why I read it is because like I don't know how to. Uh, I still don't know like how how I could have taken that. Do you know what I mean? I think it would have just been like a ball busting back. Oh, like that's how I should have responded. That's how I would have. Yeah. But I thought they were just yelling at me. Yeah. I think that's what she was expecting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she busts your balls, you bust hers. Not like a yeah. formal answer. Yeah. But then the thing that's what I was saying, you guys got lost in confusion. Yeah. Because you thought it was real. Mm-hmm. So if I would have told you it earlier, then you probably would have answered better. Yeah. Or in her eyes better. Yeah. I, it's not like I felt like I needed to have like a full fucking conversation. I just feel like this person thinks that they have they have like the edge on me now. That they fucking. They bested you. They bested me. Like I am the ball breaker. That's just what I do. Fucking, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But like this is what I do. I fucking talk shit and make fun of people. I am a buster. I am buster. <laughs> <laughs> and I just got owned by someone with a name that I could make fun of but won't. It's <laughs> just fucking annoying. Well, that's what happens when you suck to suck, man. Yeah, that's exactly it. So, see you guys later. <laughs> that's what's been going on with me. <laughs> so, shout out to the fan of the episode who who will remain nameless because I don't really know them. <laughs> they just they know them only through this interaction. So, if you want to be mentioned in the next one, mm-hmm. let us know if you feel comfortable with that. And we will, we will fucking bust your balls till... Oh, I will fucking go up one side of you or down the other. But you have to give us the A-OK. Lady. You give us, <laughs> you give us the A-OK, we'll fucking bust your balls into the next century. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. All right. I'm going to attack everything you've ever loved, person. <laughs> <laughs> the door's open. And give us your 24 hours to answer. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Every new beginning comes from some other beginning.